Plug it in. I'm ready to go. Okay. Shit. I'll tell you when you're ready to go. Okay, just cue me. Stand by. Right. Going live. Red light on. Cue the music. You sound like old Jeff Forty. Ever? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> hey everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our second podcast of the week, watching the last three minutes in the NBA Finals at the same time. Hell of a game, but look, oh. the show comes first. The show does come first. I'll tell you what doesn't come first. Your goddamn one-eyed pirate dog's intestinal oh, problems. You son of a bitch. The dog has one eye. She doesn't know she has a one eye. She's well, sitting she's right got, here. You're yeah. going to hurt her feelings. Well, her brown eye is killing me right now. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm here because I'm a gamer. Uh, what a night. How you doing, Dave? Doing good. Actually, uh, doing real good. No, nothing's better than you know this kind of weather. Yeah. We're sitting there. Half the garage door so is open. Great. We're sitting there. Watching the NBA Finals, we got the Padre game on the Rockies and the Dodgers and the Cubs at the same time. Not good news for our baseball teams, but at the same time, you're about to hurt your kid for an entire year because your Raptors look good with three and a half minutes to go. You know, I went today to sixth grade graduation. Today was the day? Today was the day. Wow. That's as far as George Jefferson ever got. God damn it. Look at him. Yeah. Just a line of laundry cleaners all over the place. Yeah, but he's on the $1 bill. And so I get down here. Here's why divorce is great. Divorce is great. <laughs> Good start. Divorce yeah. is great because when you're sick of your ex, you can just be sick of your ex, right? Yeah. So the thing starts at nine o'clock. There's only like 70 sixth graders, right? Okay. So I figure, okay, they have a big auditorium. So I'm thinking 70 people, right? Yeah. I mean, 140 people. Jesus Christ, the whole city of La Mesa, as the great Lee Elias said, nobody apparently fucking works in that town. <laughs> it looked like the goddamn final game at Oracle. It was packed. So I walk in, and it's packed. Because all the grandparents go, right? Oh, shit. And the it, siblings and everyone else. Everybody's showing up. Nobody's getting a goddamn thing done. There's potholes all over the place, but shit. I guess we'll worry about those tomorrow in La Mesa. And... uh so I walk in, and their mom sends me a text message like, hey, I've got a chair for you. Well, there's 900 fucking people in there. Where are you? So I send her a text. I'm like, where are you? The shit goes on, right? They're honoring. And it was really Where nice. are you standing at this point? Um, it, it, I was fine. I was probably uh, the, like, they're in the opposite end zone. I'm at about the 40. Okay. You know what I mean? And just just beyond... um halfway back on the Chargers sideline, yeah. kind of like that, looking at the little scoreboard, if, thinking for old Qualcomm. And Dave, it was great because here's all these kids that I've watched grow up, and a lot of them since kindergarten. Yeah. And they're there, and now they're all tall. They all had haircuts. They're all dressed nice. Some guys in a suit. Some of the girls in really nice dresses. And they're being, you know, safety patrol and education and all these different things they're being recognized for. And I'm watching all this. And my sons get noticed for attendance, which was really cool. And then they kind of get their thing. But at the end, I'm like, you know what? Finally, I see where she is, right? Yeah. Well, there's, she has like a friend and they have like six kids. They got every goddamn seat next to her. 
So I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'm glad the fucking fourth grader's got his seat, right? He's priority. <laughs> Because he's done so much in the raising of my kids. Thank God this fucking kid's got a spot. Hey, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How long was he holding the seat for you? I have no idea. Maybe I didn't, she didn't think you were coming. I texted her. I go, where are you? And then, so I'm like, I see my sons get their certificate. Yeah. Right? Well, they're D. There's 94 kids yeah. left to go, right? So I'm like, ah, get the fuck out Did of here. Did he really leave? Yeah. What else is there to do? You wait for them to be done and take pictures. I got enough pictures of them. I don't need, as they tell me all the time. So I'm Hold on. Did he go out to lunch afterwards? No. Okay. Uh, Do they even know you were there? Yeah, I saw them. They know I was there. Okay. But I'm like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Who the fuck are these guys? Like, she has no clue, like, what's a family function and what's not. And I'm like, who gives a shit? I'm just leaving. (laughs) Did you write to her and say I'm leaving? No. Oh, okay. My car, I drive a Nissan. Yeah. Which, the car's fine, except for it has the most annoying trait in the world, which will automatically, if anybody texts me when I'm driving, Nissan refuses to turn it off. It'll send you an automatic text that says, I'm driving, which people hate. I can't control it. I had no idea. I wouldn't have bought the car. (laughs) So I had said, where are you? Or where? And yeah. I got a message back right next to me. Well, then she got the I'm driving. She's like, fuck, he must have left. Yeah, I fucking left. I, I just, like, I have no time for this shit. <laughs> no no Fuddruckers or nothing after, <laughs> after graduation? No. I had to get back to work. I'm like, I'm just going. I just got the fuck. I saw him. I saw him get their yeah. deal. I saw him get recognized. So I have a video. I knew they, uh, my, my one son went six straight years yeah without missing the day okay and it was really cool what the school did because they started by saying okay um you know dave steve pete mary they one year they didn't miss a day great okay now these kids haven't missed a day in two years great my son jack when their nanny passed away he missed the next day yeah he was pretty shook up by that but he still has uh, three years. Okay. So Jack stood up for three years. Then there was one kid with four, one kid with five. Well, then I took the video and she said, hey, this next kid, um, it's pretty cool. He has not missed a day in six years. And that's true. He hadn't missed a day since kindergarten. And uh, and they acknowledged him. So I have that on video. It's cool. Good. But I was just like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't have any fucking reason. Does he get a certificate for it? What does he get? I think he gets a free kick in the nuts. <laughs> free haircut up on Hill Street in Oceanside. Gets a couple of $25 gift yeah. certificates to Lear's Greenhouse in Mission Valley. <laughs> Go watch the Sears Brothers. I don't know what he fucking... Dude, usually they give you like... They gave him one time like Peter Piper pizza. Yeah. Like the closest ones like down here. Yeah. Well, that's great. Hey, Thanks. For a free pan pizza for 44-mile drive round oh, trip. you son of a bitch. It's not that far. You sound like Darren Smith. Relax. Ten minutes. You could be here. Peter, uh, I'm sure it's outstanding. I've never been there. It sounds great. <laughs> Have you been there? No. Did you I, go to Dave for I've never been. Never been. Um, so, yeah, that was it. So I just was like, all right, well, fuck it. And Same. what I'm curious to know, now that your son went through the entire process of never missing a day, was mm-hmm. it worth it? 
You know what, man? To his credit, I mean, I, I wouldn't speak for him. Yeah. I know there were days that he didn't feel great. Yeah. And like every kid doesn't feel great, but he like chasing it. Okay. Like, he, like and he'll get, um, you know, the school, I'll tell you the truth. I, the school and I are not necessarily on the best terms because they were going to take it away from him because I had taken him out of school early for the Padre game. Yeah. What I didn't realize was the district had changed the policy two years ago. And now if you take your kids out for any reason other than a, a doctor's appointment, they consider that a tardy and it impacts your attendance. Yeah. And I got really, really pissed because I felt like they were punishing him for a decision I made. But I'm incredibly thankful to the school and, and the district that said, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we see where you're coming from. And they, and they changed. And it was really great. And I appreciate what they did a lot because it was. It was a great run. But there were a couple of days when it looked like he wasn't going to get it. And for those couple of days when it looked like he wasn't going to get it, he was under the impression that he didn't even have to go. He was just going to hang out and go to breakfast and, like, dick around. Yeah. And then the school district came back and said, hey, you know what? He made a pretty great run. Yeah. And it was one afternoon. He left at 1230, missed recess. Yeah, he's in. Cool. Yeah, Not to him. <laughs> he was like, what? You mean I don't get to sleep in? I don't get to go to breakfast every day? I was like, dude, it's like four days. You have bowling. You had like a yearbook party. Um, but he was, he was just. I think Dave. I don't. I don't even remember back. But I felt like at the end of sixth grade, yeah, we, we didn't have a promotion. No, nobody we just did. Left. It's ridiculous. They do it now. Yeah, we just left. They do promotion for preschool now. Oh boy. Well, my kids are past that, so I guess I don't have to worry about it. Wait till you do the middle school one. You're going to think that's ridiculous, too. Yeah, and they only have uh, they only have two years, so that's good. They got a great middle school, but I just think it felt like for those guys, they, they stayed in the same school for seven years, yeah. which their mom and I liked that they did, but they were clearly done. Yeah. They were just done with that place there a lot of their buddies are already in the middle school which uh the La mesa arts academy you can start going there in fourth grade is that right yeah so a lot of their buddies had already jumped over and look when you're in sixth it's kind of like being the older brother right yeah. the focus turns to the second and third and first graders and you guys were basically told you know hey yeah. man you, you gotta you gotta be the leaders exactly. around here but what an amazing school Rolando Elementary was great, and, and all the people there at that school treated my kids incredibly, incredibly well for their seven. No, I love You know, seven years, Rolando. though, is a long time. What, what's the longest you ever stayed at one school? It's really funny, man, and that, that's why this meant so much to me to have them have the opportunity to stay in one school because where I grew up, the neighborhood was shrinking. So I went to one school for kindergarten. Then I went to another school for first, second, and third. That's, first, second, and third, huh? That school closed after my third grade oh, year. Okay. Went to another school for fourth. That school closed. Jesus. I went back to the school that I had been in for kindergarten for fifth. Then I was in a middle school for sixth and seventh. I moved out here for eighth. Yeah. Then I went to San Diego for high school. So I went to seven different schools. Wow. From, yeah. And right now, 
they should probably go to three. And that yeah. means a lot, man, for, where you don't have to move around. You don't, I mean, yeah. for me, it was all with my buddies other than the move out here to California. But transferring schools is a drag and doing all that stuff sucks. So, yeah, I, I didn't want him to have to go through all that. And I'm glad. And Rolando was amazing. Rolando is a great school. It, 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 that's fantastic. Seven years, though, for a kid that's 11 years old is a long... They started when they were four, right? yeah. I mean, that's a huge portion of your life. No wonder they were done. No wonder they felt yeah. kind of burnt out. Are they excited about going to middle school, or is it one of those a little bit nervous? Um, I, I think because their buddies are there, and yeah. they see their buddies, and they, they tell them all it's fine. And they'll be going in for seventh grade, so it's only seventh and eighth yeah. that are in there. So, yeah, I think they'll be fine. You know, it's funny. That's a weird age because when you go to middle school, even high school, all of a sudden there are guys in there that are much bigger. Right. Then you're like, what high the hell school I'm... will be different for them as ninth grade. Well, also, you, you, there's some guys that you'll see in middle school that as big as they're ever going to get is in middle school and be the same size through high school. I mean, that kid's yeah. fucking huge. Yeah. Well, he's already growing facial hair and you're going, Jesus, I'm going to school with these goddamn giants. You know, it's intimidating. It's, yeah. um, it's also different, man. Schools, I hate to say it's easier in certain aspects and it's harder some. But back in our day, there were fights, man. Oh, yeah. You, you could literally get the shit kicked out of you. Nothing was going to happen to the guy that kicked the shit out of you. Yeah. Nowadays, that doesn't happen. Fights don't happen the way it used to. No. And, I mean, they're going to... I, I can't speak for Helix, but Helix seems like a pretty yeah. solid high school. It is. I mean, I'm sure shit happens like it happens at every school. But uh, it's an arts academy, which is cool. It's yeah. just the regular middle school that they turned and... And they've done great things, but they're mellow. They get along with everybody. They just hang out and goof around. So I'm not too worried about them. But, but yeah, it was cool for them. It was cool for them to wrap it up, and I'm proud of them. They had a great run, and so they'll hang out for the summer and then uh, and get ready for middle school. Okay, here's my my question for you. Mm-hmm. As far as summer breaks have changed dramatically. Oh man, they have like How, seven they, weeks. They, have, they only get like seven weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. When you and I were in school, it was the three months, and after a while, you're like, "Fuck, dude, what do we do now?" You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah and uh uh oh boy you're gonna make that phone call dude to your kid oh my gosh time amazing out. they got a time we're out. uh we're freaking out <laughs> we're freaking out because we're watching the end of uh toronto and golden state right here unbelievable run you know clay thompson goes down tonight right yeah <laughs> i mean it's amazing but it looks like right now as we're watching this live it looks like Kawhi Leonard is going to get a championship, and they're going to win uh, 111-110. Last game at Oracle, right? Yeah. It's all over. You couldn't win one game at home in the NBA Finals, right? The Warriors couldn't. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, very interesting. And uh, Steph Curry misses the last shot in the history of Oracle. That's yeah, how nuts. about that? Yeah. How about that? Hey, did you see today, you, you talked about missing the last shot, kind of, yeah. and, and it made me think, man, what a metaphor. Did you watch John Stewart yesterday? I did. Did you see the clip that made its way out on Facebook today where the So John Stewart about I don't know whatever the time frame's been, but after 9/11, he became close friends with the firefighter, the yeah. uh, first responder. Well, this gentleman's passed away. Man, Dave, they showed a video today. A video came out from in the hallway yeah. before the congressional hearing where there were about 30 New York and New Jersey firefighters that presented the bunker jacket from from John Stewart's friend that had passed away. Yeah. They all signed it and gave it to him. Did you see that see video? It. Holy cow! Is that unbelievable? 
The whole thing's beautiful, man. Yeah, it, it beautiful. is beautiful. What it's, a stud that dude is, right? Oh, he's a he's a good guy. Yeah, well, and it's funny. We'll say he's a good guy, but then you'll see people that will write, "Oh, this is ridiculous. The room was full. It was who says there were people missing? Half the people were missing that he yeah. was trying to talk." New to. York Post. I looked at the New yeah. York Post from yesterday. And they had a whole list of all the people that were missing. There we, were a lot, a including lot. somebody from California, that yeah. idiot fucking Jim Jordan, yeah, that weirdo who's just, I don't know, there's something. Like, I, I watch a bunch of these guys who just go, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, What the fuck are we doing in general? The, the country is so weird. I heard Bill Maher made the coolest thing. Whether you like Bill Maher or not, Bill Maher said, we used to have a president that agreed with American policy. And now we have a guy who goes, you know... Yeah, I kind of see where Putin's uh, Putin's coming from or North Korea's coming from or anybody else. He's like, you know what? I don't give a shit what side of the aisle you're on. Just be on Team America. Yes. Just be on our fucking team. Oh, my God. We have the biggest bunch of pussies that are in these offices where you go, nobody just, everything's done for political reasons. It's like Nancy Pelosi said, they're not going to impeach because they're afraid of the political impact that it'll have. Everything is is very strange, and it, it, it's really weird to me. As you said, you always put America first, mm-hmm. and I, I hate when we get into politics because someone's going to sit there and come after both of us tomorrow, which just drives me fucking crazy. You can say whatever you want. It is different now than it was growing up, what it was, what we knew as far as just, just the pride and the way things were, and now they know that other countries don't think we are what we are. They think what we are is... We're the country that has the loaded gun that points it at you to make you do what you want to do instead of the yeah. one that kept the peace in the world. But there are people all over the place that think we're insane right now. It's embarrassing. You know what? I, I thought James Corden, who was on Stern last week and obviously is from Great Britain, made the coolest point. He's like, don't forget who you were. Like, you're forgetting who you were. Don't yeah. forget who you were. Like, everywhere around the world, they they looked up to you guys. They looked to you guys to set the standard. Don't forget who you were. Yeah. And you go, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. That's exactly what we need to do. I don't care who it is. I voted both sides. I voted Republican more than I voted Democrat in my life. You're still I've... registered Republican, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. But you go, God damn. But I'm also smart enough to not, I'm not a fucking sheep. Like, I, I think some of the problem is with, with people is you're a fucking sheep. Like, look at it and go, wait a minute. What, what the fuck? Like, Duncan Hunter? We vote that dickhead back in? <laughs> Right? I like yes. the guy who said to you the other day when you were talking about um, Petco Park. You were talking about Petco Park, and you talked about, you made a mention of uh, how, that, yeah. how that got voted in. And, and the oh, reason, oh, oh. look, the reason Petco Park got voted in was because of the run of the 98 team. Yeah. There's nobody involved in that election from City Hall to the Padres that would tell you any different. 100% right. Now, keep in mind that we thought we were so smart as a city that we were going to make John Moore's dele- uh, develop 11 square blocks around Petco Park. Yeah. So all that land he owned, uh, God damn, like, yeah. we, we can't see the forest through the trees. Exactly. And one of the guys responded to you, and you could almost hear him chuckle, oh, I thought that was the educated voters. I'm like, Who the, when the fuck have we ever been yeah. educated voters in this town? <laughs> Like, if there's one thing we're not, no. it's educated voters. No. And if you go, oh, really? What, what do you mean by that? Oh, I'll tell you right now. We voted in Mike fucking Aguirre. Yeah. Okay? We voted in Mike Aguirre. 
Bruce Henderson got yep. voted in. Richard Ryder got voted into office. Guys that have cost this city so much time and money tied up in courts forever. Those guys got voted in. We voted down a TOT raise that would have benefited first responders. We're not educated voters in this town. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, it's incredibly mind-numbing. Duncan Hunter is being indicted by the FBI, but we fucking vote yes. him in, too. Easily. Because we're afraid of the guy running against him because he looks like one of them. <laughs> but we're educated. Oh, okay. Ah, that's right. Thanks. I'm got it. Perfect. I'll tell you the other problem is, too, in North County, we keep putting those fucking roundabouts in everywhere. You know that stupid yeah. shit? Yeah. When did we become Paris? <laughs> Fucking idiots. Hey, kids, Big Ben. Just, <laughs> they can't get left. <laughs> Fuck. We're so dumb in this fucking town. We think we're so fucking smart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Well, that's it. Uh, the good news is I just want a shirt yeah. for my jack-off kid. <laughs> so great. <laughs> so great. So happy for Kawhi. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Did good Ka- for them. It looked like Kawhi just pushed Mike Brown. He should have. What the, what's he mad at Mike Brown for? Oh, let's see. I don't know. Mike Brown's probably like, did Mike Brown go to U.S.? That's not Mike Brown. No, somebody else. Oh, he didn't. No, that's not Mike. Sorry about Jesus. that. Jesus. Mike Brown's an assistant coach with the Warriors. I got it, but why are you profiling? I wasn't. I thought it was Mike Brown's, and congratulations. Uh, I guess everybody looks alike, don't they, Dave? <laughs> racist. Dave's a racist. You guys just was that Arsenio Hall? <laughs> You just heard it. You just heard it. But don't say anything. But we all heard it. Text me tomorrow. Be like Jeff. I heard it too. I heard it too. <laughs> oh my Why gosh. is he pushing Antonio Cromartie? <laughs> I heard it too. It's okay. I'm not a racist. I love everybody. I have lots of. I know Jim Trotter. I know Jim Trotter. Another another guys. More. <laughs> I do. Just give me a minute. I got a picture of CS Keys. I'll show you. Yeah, I met Paul Faden. <laughs> I know a lot. Of, <laughs> Scout. I know a lot of Jewish people. Scott Kaplan, Dave. I'll tell you more tomorrow. <laughs> That's so funny. Are you Are you happy? Golden State lost. You know, it's funny. I couldn't tell who I was rooting for the entire series. Yeah. And today I was rooting for Golden State. The whole series I was rooting for Toronto. I was looking for a Game 7 because yesterday's Game 7 and the NHL sucked. That was disappointing. You know, you look forward to Game 7, Boston. Home ice doesn't mean jack shit. Never does. But you're like, this is going to be crazy. Game 7, St. Louis, Boston. I was with you. I saw you predict the Bruins were going to win. Why wouldn't you think the Bruins were going to win? And the game was boring and over and... Fuck. It was a big waste well, of three St. hours. Well, St. Louis sucks. Anybody so, who's ever... You ever been to St. Louis? Yeah, I've been to St. Louis. city sucks. Yeah, the city does suck. It's so boring. Most boring yeah. downtown. People are incredibly nice, but downtown St. Louis is by far the most boring... Yeah. Dirty. Downtown... Oh, fuck. Yeah, just... Yeah, St. Louis isn't a great place. You listen, a bunch of broadcasters, Costas lives there, and Joe Buck lives there, and they love St. Louis and the Midwest and all that shit. St. Louis does suck. Yeah. Sucks. You write your kid talking shit to you right now? No, I have a uh, ever really good friend in Toronto who's yeah. incredibly excited. excited. Yeah, I mean, look, David, it's it's fun, and you saw the deal the other night, which was 
when I don't know what the fuck happened. Like with Durant, that was really bad. Yeah, but what that was just, that? I don't know. It just seemed very out of character. But then I saw that, like this is what was funny, where there were people that were so upset by it. Yeah. That said, hey, wait, that's not who we are. They started a GoFundMe account for Kevin Durant's oh my God. charity. They raised like seventeen thousand dollars for Kevin Durant's charity. But um, no, just to be up there, whatever it's been, six weeks ago to be there in the middle of that Jurassic Park and check yeah. it all out. Yeah, it was really fun, man. It's a it's a really cool place. Don't let what happened six weeks ago determine it. I mean, look, I've been there grand total of what, fourteen yeah. sixteen days. Dude, you're almost a native. I am a native. It's great. <laughs> but I love it. It's great. There's good people up yeah. there and, and Somebody means a lot to me lives up there, and that that whole area is just really, really exciting. It's cool. Good for them. I laugh when people say it's our sport. I think basketball was created by Dr. James Naismith from Canada. Right. Yeah. People don't know shit. We don't know shit, but we're educated voters, aren't we? Fuck. (laughs) Dang it. I thought he was from here. Oh, my gosh. The trophy's finally coming home. Look at that. (laughs) Good God. Uh, But, man, what a wild, wild night. Yeah. At Oracle, right? Clay Thompson goes down. The whole thing goes down. Durant popped Achilles. Well, here's the deal. We don't know. Again, we have the volume off, so people we might we'll know as soon as the show's over. So I'll say it. What we don't know, we just saw what happened. So let's say Clay Thompson is. Mm-hmm. Let's say the injury is bad. Let's say he has a torn ACL. Okay, and Durant has the ruptured Achilles tendon. You have two guys. Number one are free agents, free to go yeah. anywhere. Would miss all of next year. Yeah. Even if they came back to Golden State, Golden State's not going to be the favorite to win it all. Well, now, Durant can opt in yeah. to the Warriors and get $31 million, But according to Wojnarowski and others, yeah. they think others, and Davey's over 30. I can't remember if he's going to, I think he's 31. Um, they think there's going to be teams ready to lay out $38 million yeah. for him basically to, to redshirt. And it's it's funny. Someone asked me that the other day. Would you do it? I said, Yeah, I'd give the guy. I'd give the guy the money. I think he's just that outstanding. So here, here I'll look up his um, if I could find it because I sucked at this the other day when I did it. He was born nineteen eighty eight, so he's thirty one years old. Okay, he'll okay. be thirty one September twenty ninth. So when you when you look at uh, Kevin Durant, as good as he is, traditionally people over seven feet tall after age thirty right in the shitter, and mm-hmm. people can say, Oh, he's six eleven. He's tall as shit. Durant's yeah. a big dude. Outstanding player. Loads of basketball. Um, actually, could be on pace to be the all-time leading scorer in NBA history when it's all said and done. He's just a, just a great, great player. But where was he going? A lot of people thought he was going to the Knicks, maybe to the Nets. You never know where he's going, but he was going to make it his way out. Now it almost seems like it makes sense to stay and re-sign with Golden State to make sure you get the max. Well, they said that's going to be the last option. Now you're hearing, boy, and, and this year to me for the NBA offseason becomes incredibly exciting, yeah. I think, over the next five days. Yes. Because the feeling is that David Griffin in Cleveland is going to move Anthony Davis sooner rather than later. Yep. Could happen as quick as this weekend. Lakers and Celtics are big time in play to get AD. Now, Dave, I'll ask you this as a Laker fan. I was enjoying our man Greg Bergman on ESPN LA today. Yeah. And they were talking to guys in New Orleans. And the guys in New Orleans are saying, look, the number four pick could be part of the deal. But if you're New Orleans, you take it. You're going to flip it for a more established guy. You want you want guys that will come in with Zion 
and be able to play and be ready to go. But if you are Rob Polinka, yeah, and David Griffin calls you right now and says, "Okay, here's the price, and you can have AD tonight," because Rich Paul's telling everybody we're not signing; he's going to be a free agent in 2020, unless, of course, he goes to the uh, to the Lakers. If they call tonight and they say we want Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and the four. Are you doing that four-for-one deal for AD? Remember, you have Rich Paul and you have yeah. LeBron in your ear chirping. That's a lot, okay? Now, here's the deal. It wasn't a lot four months ago when they should have pulled the trigger. The Lakers offered the moon. They should have taken it. You aren't going to get better than what they're offering. The only thing missing out of that basically was the pick. They're offering Josh Hart and you know two nights yeah. in Jeannie's bed and everything else. Stop it! I mean, everything they were offering in the deal. and They, they would sit there and they drew the line in the sand, which was kind of ridiculous. If you're the Lakers, you could say to LeBron, look, here's the deal. We're going to go out and chase somebody else, like maybe a Kimba Walker or someone else, oh. and we're going to keep everybody. And in a year, hopefully we can grab Anthony they Davis. They thought too. they were going to get that with Paul George, and it didn't yeah, happen. I understand that, but Anthony Davis, it seems a little bit different. When he's told the Celtics, I'm not going to Boston. If you want to sign me or trade for me, go ahead. It's going to be a one-year deal. If you're the Lakers, you're giving away a ton. You say, LeBron, you're going to be gone in three years. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony Davis, you're still a young guy. We have to have something to have around him. You're talking about some good players. Now, Ingram, you can trade. I he, I can't stand Ingram. This guy's always hurt. Just never going to gain weight. He's never going to be. Remember they said he was the next Durant? Yeah. He's not Durant. I think Ball is actually good, and he's a good defender. The thing is, he's hurt all the time, too. The one you want to keep is Kuzma. I would almost trade everybody but Kuzma. I would yeah, say. But that's you, the you, guy. You, yeah, I would say here's the deal. I go, you got to let us keep one of these guys, and if not – Go ahead and They'll trade be like, him for All Boston right, you because can keep Bo- Boston's not giving you Tatum, you know, and that's not the yet. guy they won't. They won't. They won't trade him. Danny Ainge is a fucking joke as a GM. Can you name the last Boston Celtic drafted player to be an All Star? Mm. It's it's terrible. It's over twenty yeah. years ago. It's Paul Pierce. Is that right? Yeah. But yet Danny Ainge with his goddamn thirty four draft picks and everything else that he hoards doesn't do jack shit with him. God fuck, he's a joke. But I love it because he now, half-asses everything. Even at half a heart attack, he didn't even have a you, full massive heart oh, attack. Ah, shit! Half-asses everything, top to bottom. What did What did that mean? He was able to call nine one one himself. <laughs> uh, he drove himself. Oh, God, bless Fuck. him. God bless Celtics. God bless him. Bless For, his heart. For, former Blue Jay, Danny Ainge. Uh, <laughs> Remember, he used to play yes. second base with the Blue Jays. Um, but what happens now with Kawhi? Because you've won it, you've got a great base there. Yeah, you're gonna have a parade in a couple of days. Yep. I wouldn't be shocked if I don't get invited up there for the parade. I feel like of course be a, they've been on a pretty good run since I've been there. It's true. First World Championship, right? Yep. I've been there twice during this season. There in November and then back. Um, but if you're Kawhi, Dave, he said yesterday when asked, "Have you bought property? Not yet." Yeah. Boy, if you're him, are you really able to walk away from that, walk away from that team, those players, the whole thing, and go to the Clippers? Isn't he the hardest athlete to, to get a read on? In, in the world. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Because he walked away from huge money from San Antonio. He's probably yeah. going to do it again with Toronto. Someone made a point today on, on Colin Coward's show as a former basketball player. I think it was Antonio Daniels who said he walked away from Jordan. He was part of the Jordan brand. Yeah, He said he couldn't go out on the street right now and offer 100 pairs of Jordans to 100 different people 
and one pair to, of New Balances, every all 100 guys would take the Jordans. Nobody would take New Balance basketball shoes. You know, it's just nobody New wears balance. them. That's his guy. He his left grandpa. Yeah, he left Jordan for New Balance. Who does that shit? Yeah, Brookston so, call. <laughs> so or pony. Yes. So this guy. If he came to the Clippers, again, wouldn't even pick the elite team in L.A. with the one with the name in the history of the Lakers. Yeah. He goes to the Clippers. And everyone would go, none of it surprises me. I think he goes to the Clippers. If I had to bet money, and the only reason I say it is because of his mom and because of his family out here, that, that that's the that's the guy that gets It's amazing San Diego State ended up with him, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, all he, all he does is fucking win. And I tell you what, he should have won another one with the Spurs. Do you remember he missed those fucking free throws? And then Ray Allen hit that shot in the corner that everyone talks about with the heat. If that idiot Kawhi, that choker, didn't miss those two free throws right. in a row, Ray Allen never hits that shot and the Spurs win another championship. The guy, all he does is win. Uh, fucking, I don't think he leaves, Dave. You don't think he leaves? What do you, What do you, was he with the Aztecs? Did he have three losses that year? It was like 31 and three. God damn. I mean, just in, they were unbelievable. In, insane. Yep. And Steve Fisher told the story just the other day saying, um, and again, I'll try and give credit. I think it was Mike and Judd, but he told them after they met with Kawhi, he didn't say one fucking word. And they walk out, and, and Fisher looks at Dutcher and goes, "Well, we aren't going to get him." And sure Might enough, they got him. He got to say one word the whole time. He was on with Woods. He was on with yeah. Ben and Woods the other day, so it might have been there. But it's fuck, man. He's amazing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see how much more aggressive teams are right with Durant. We'll see what ends up happening with Klay Thompson. But but for me, if if the Lakers don't get AD in a trade, yeah, like I think that just puts a huge amount of pressure on this franchise. Look, there, as, as Steve said today, Steve Mason said today, they're in it. Yes. They're in it, and they have to kind of figure out where they are, how far you go. But. I think he's a Laker by the next show we do. I think Anthony Davis is a Laker. According to Vegas odds, yeah. Did you see the team before tonight's game? The team second team favored to win the championship is the Lakers. Warriors won, Lakers two. If you went to Vegas right now, or at least four hours ago, if you went in now, I bet you tomorrow the Lakers are the favorite to win the NBA championship. Because you're going to lose Durant, you might lose Thompson now for yeah. two, for two for a year. Both those guys. And they may just go. Uh, That's crazy may, to think. Yeah. I mean, a team that wasn't a playoff team could be the favorite to win the NBA title, according to Vegas odds. How about, uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I think what happened is that owner, that owner, Mark Stevens, that got into Fuck it with Lowry, up. I think he fucking put yeah. a whammy on this team. <laughs> Because they're like, hey, fuck you. You're not going. Do you remember Joe? Remember the parade last year, Joe Lacobe, when he stepped yeah. up and said, we don't need Durant? Remember oh. he fucked that whole thing up at the parade? Fucking Joe. <laughs> Big mouth. <laughs> Big mouth Joe. What has he ever done? Big Joe Lacob. And then I always say Lacob, but then I heard yeah, him. Yeah, I think it's Lacob, too. It's Lacob, right? Yeah, I think it is. Big Joe. What's he ever done? Did yeah. you ever give him back to the community, the inner city? That Sterling interview, I love it. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I dug that, Dave. That was really fun. That yeah. was a good NBA Finals. Look, I don't give a shit about... Everybody talks about ratings, the whole thing. I don't give less of a shit if the guy next door didn't watch yeah. it. I watched it. Well, the I ratings, enjoyed it. They don't count the ratings in uh, in Canada. They only count the ones here. That's why the ratings were so yeah. damn low. And then you got big Bill Russell handing out the MVP trophy. You love know it. it's going to go to Kawhi. And Russell's a uh, USF guy. So he's a Bay Area guy. Yeah. Shit. Have fun next year at uh, opening the new building. Yeah. When you get your silver medals. 
Be great. Maybe you can't have Huey Lewis sing the anthem. And fucking uh, Pat Monahan jinxed yeah. you tonight. Oh, my God. That's it. So but, far and away, Kawhi goes down as the greatest Aztec of all time, right? Michael Cage now falls, takes another backseat. Um, shit. What about uh, the kid from Torrey Pines, David Abramowitz? <laughs> Didn't even finish. When Fisher got that job, dude, wasn't it like the first thing he did was kick that kid's scholarship off? Said, you're gone. Yeah. 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 Fisher had no problem telling nine guys, you get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, David. <laughs> Who else? What about Tony Bland? He doesn't get any credit? No. We act like Tony Bland never had anything we to do with the never- program. That's basically the way it goes. We never knew Tony Blair. Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> we don't know he, him. He was USC's problems. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he moved north, he started oh, running shit. with some bad guys. None of that shit happened when he was down here. He was a good guy. Okay, here you go. Talk about guys who blow in the moment. Do you remember Kawhi and the crazy laugh? Yes. If I was able to play it, I'd play it for you right now. But I keep thinking of Kawhi and the laugh and then Howard Dean, and he had everything going his way. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's like... We're going shit. to Tulsa. Milwaukee. <laughs> It's like the one scar of the record. It's just two dumb things. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I loved it. <laughs> uh, I still laugh at that Howard Dean thing. Oh it's my funny god, he was so excited. Yeah, he's like, so I funny. got everybody in the palm of my hand. I'm going to be the next president. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Um, what else was I going to tell people? We're going to kind of keep it tight. We had a couple of big meetings tonight, so it's getting late already. Um, but the other thing, oh, Hey, if you're down yeah. father's day, come say hi. I'm taking my kids to the WWE Sunday night. Are you really cool? Yeah. So I may see him. I may take them tomorrow night. I've got lawn tickets, but I don't know that we're going, we got them really cheap, but I may take them down to when they were little kids. Yeah. I mentioned Pat Monahan. Yeah. And when they were like a year old, Pat Monahan was on with Stern. Yeah. And he did a couple of Led Zeppelin songs and some cool things, and interviews were great. And so I taped, remember that show Soundstage? Yes. So I taped Soundstage. It was like an hour-long train concert. I didn't know anything about train or what they were doing. But my kids never watched shit like Paw Patrol. They never watched things like, uh, who's that asshole? SpongeBob. They never watched that show. Instead, they were watching. <laughs> they were watching concerts, yeah. so they had about four or five concerts on rotation. Tim McGraw, okay, Train. Um, trying to think of the others, I can't remember what it is. But my mom tells a funny story that my kids, before they could even talk, they would hold up a wooden train because they liked the train concert. Yeah. So with them getting out of sixth grade. Tomorrow night, the Goo Goo Dolls and Train are at Cricket or okay. whatever the I don't fuck think it's it is now. Cricket. cricket doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Cricket Wireless? It doesn't exist. It does too, you dumb shit. There's about nine of them in City Heights, that shithole. It's bought by, well, it might have the name Cricket. It's bought by ATT. It's okay. owned by ATT. Oh, well, thanks so much. Fucking, uh, who's that guy who yells on CNBC? Jim. Jim, who is that guy? The stocks guy, Jim Cramer? Yes. Don't buy cricket stock, okay? <laughs> Please. Len Dykstra said yeah. don't do it. Yes. Um, 
But they're down there, and I got lawn tickets for like 10 bucks each. I was going to take them to their first concert. Yeah. But I don't know. They want to fucking drive all they the way. They would like it. It's not bad. Driving down Probably here. Probably you're stuck with goddamn Goo Goo Dolls. Fuck that. I saw those guys at Street Scene. They were actually pretty what was fun. was that, 98? Dude, 90, it may have yeah. been 94. Jesus. Oh, I wish I could tell this Goo Goo Dolls story that I have, but I can't you fucking can't? tell it. Why, going to rat somebody out? Something embarrassing? Um, hmm. We worked with somebody. There you go. Clean it up. We worked with somebody that that you would all know <laughs> that their radio station hosted a Goo Goo Dolls concert. Yeah. But apparently this particular jock had known the singer for yeah. the Goo Goo Dolls. So they were hosting the event. Yeah. The Goo Goo Dolls show up and said, hey. If that jock's in the building, we're not going on the air. And this jock that we know got kicked out of their own event. Because <laughs> I said to him tomorrow, how was the show? Yeah. Uh, it sucked. That's how the show was. I got down there. I parked. I went in. And I'm backstage. And I'm told, oh, you have to leave. And I said, why? Because the Goo Goo Dolls hate you. <laughs> Let me just tell you. The cuckoo dolls hate you. That it's is such a cleaned up version. I wish I could tell you the true version of that story because it's so much better. Yeah. Basically, it's somebody. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. It would have got me in a lot of Is trouble. that person still on there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. But they're very cool. And I don't want to get back to them. So we'll just leave it in very, very generic terms and leave it like that. I don't know what they did. They may have played shuffleboard at Peter D's in Claremont. There may have been a bet that wasn't paid. I have no idea. But apparently there were some hurt feelings between one of the members of the Goo Goo Dolls, not the entire band, but one of the members and this particular DJ. And the DJ got kicked out of their own event. That's hilarious. Yeah, loved it. I think it's even a better story that the Goo Goo Dolls, who aren't jack shit anymore, are the ones that uh, kicked you out. That's embarrassing as hell. Yeah, but again, that was also around 98, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. What are you, you, you going to do? I got to ask you about the, the pots and paddock. Yep. Are you surprised? Wrong move, right move, disappointed? I, I heard somebody today, Hartman or somebody, freaking out about it. No. What is Hartman freaking out? Why would he freak out? It was the right move. Yeah, they were like. His ERA was about six. Well, he's not even going to throw a ball down there. Okay. He's just going down there for like 15 days because they're limiting his innings. Probably good. Yeah, limit his innings and work on the curve, and that's it, right? Well, I mean, yeah. everyone's like, why would you send him to single A? Because he's not going to basically do jack shit. Who cares? Where he pitches? It's a 15-minute drive. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, he's not He's not going to pitch. There's no reason to put him on a plane. You can keep him right here. Technically, he's on that roster, but you can keep him here. But it gives him the chance to... Yeah, I think Posner had a great stat today that there's a handful of off days between now and the end of the month. Yeah. and They got three of them coming up like in an eight-day span. Yeah, and AC wrote that he'll be back in 10 days. Yeah. So you basically miss two, two starts. starts. Yeah. It's an op- It's going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen again because he's coming off Tommy John surgery. Look, my only deal with Paddock is this. I don't need to see Paddock jumping around. And, and if you're going to be the sheriff and be that guy, then be that guy. B 
be the guy that, that Kevin Brown, be the guy that Jake Peavy, Jake Peavy was because you've gotten smacked around a little bit. It yeah. happened. Nobody's shocked by it. It happens. You're a rookie pitcher coming up. But there's a little too much grab ass on that team for a 500 team. Yeah. In my opinion. That there's a little, I, yeah, little, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Little too much grab ass for a team three games under 500. Little too much, hey, we're so silly and we're funny and everything else. Yeah, we're in second, to, we're, we're almost in last place. And yeah, yeah. we're going to fuck around. Yeah, I'm you, with you. You're going backwards on and, that. And I tell you what, it's a great point you bring up because we all like Tony and we all like Caminiti. They wouldn't be going for that shit. Kevin well, Brown yeah. wouldn't be going for that None shit. None of it. It's like, dude, look at your record and look where we are and look where the way we're trending. Enough. Let's yeah. focus on what we're paid to do. Right. I mean, Fran Mill can't hit for shit, but I got 90 videos of him singing. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, Dave, if I ran that fucking team, I'd send a few guys down. I, I would. And Urias isn't up. I, dude, you're fucking spiraling backwards. You just got beat two straight by the Giants who are looking to do anything they can to move anybody yeah. they can quickly. You haven't won a series in a long time. Right. This year's supposed to matter. Yeah. And you can blame the players. You can blame Andy Green. You can blame anything you want. I get all that. Go ahead. I'm just saying there's a little too much fucking slapdick going on for this cowboy. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I am. I don't understand the Urias, why he's not up. No. It's the one move that you don't understand when you're going, okay, You've already sacrificed one year by starting the year with Tatis. You sacrificed a year of ownership right with Paddock. Yeah. You, you meant that, hey, you know what? These guys are ready to go. Why the fuck is Renfro not in the lineup every fucking night? Every fucking night. I don't why Again, we've talked about Renfro for the last three years. I've always yeah. been a fan. I know Canna, gonna, Canapa's a fan. They're going to trade him off. They're going to fuck that up and trade that kid away. And you wonder what's the deal, and they can say, "Well, look what he does when in different situations." All I know is when he comes up to bat, tell me you aren't changing the channel. He might hit, knock one out. Yeah, and I'm not saying Fran Mill needs to go down. No, I'm just saying somebody needs to get to Fran Mill and be like, "Hey, man, we're fucking going the wrong direction here. We need to get our shit together and start winning some games because we kind of want to make 2019 matter." And that's one of those deals where I do look at fucking uh, Andy Green. Yeah. Look at Andy Green. Be like, dude, you're supposed to be the leader of this team. What's going on with the demeanor? I, yeah. I don't disagree with you at all on that one. Okay, so here's one that I think it was AC was on today. I listened to him. Okay. I'm not sure that was it. I apologize for not giving credit to the show, but it, it might have been Nick. Who knows? Anyway, so AC talks about Yates, who's also going to get traded. And Yates is mm -hmm. the, the best closer in baseball right now. Mm -hmm. But Yates is 32 years old. Okay? Sure. What I would do is if I'm trading Yates – I'm making sure somebody's taking Myers with that fucking deal, right? Right. And I'm saying, look, it, we might not get back what we normally get back for the number one closer in baseball. Yeah. But you got to get this twenty-two million dollars off the books and this cancer out if of our fucking taking, clubhouse. If you're not taking Myers, you're taking Kinsler. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You're getting. You're taking yeah. one of these. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. On your way out the door, take the garbage with you, basically. Yeah. But that's not what he said. What he said was, "Oh, you're going to get a king's ransom from Yates. You're going to get a major starter." And I'm like, dude, no, you're I, not. oh, he's 32 fucking years old. And he's a closer. There's a reason closers don't make 30, 40 million dollars a year. Yeah, they don't. Top closers are making 12 to 15 million dollars a yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, Kimbrel got his money. Yeah, eventually from the Cubs, he got his money. But when you look around, and any of you guys that are playing fantasy baseball, you know, there's a lot more fucking Kirby Yates out there than there are Chapmans. Yes. Right. Yep. I mean, you used to be able to know every big time closer. You knew who they all were, and there's still 
the Kenley Jansons of the world. I got it. Kimbrell's still out there. But there's a lot more guys like Yates out there closing games than than the Chapmans. Yeah, so, I, and the Padres always find another one. People go, oh, you can't get rid of Yates. Why not? You always find one. The Padres yeah. really do a good job of finding closers that have done very well through their franchise history. Your boy Trey will be the guy. When Trey was a uh, yeah. Wingartner, when yeah. he was like double A, he was a closer. I think he may have been a closer triple A too. He'll yeah. be the guy. Yeah, Wingarder. Yeah, that fucking kid. <laughs> that fucking that fucking kid. You know, a, a couple things. Did you watch any of the Giants Padres at all? Uh, saw a little bit of it, but I was running around, been a busy couple. One of thing days. I noticed about Josh Naylor, okay, mm-hmm. one is he's faster than you'd right? expect, absolutely. But you also notice he doesn't wear cleats, he doesn't wear spikes. He plays in turf shoes. Oh, is that right? And so, and again, I don't know that why, but I watched Longoria throw him out yesterday by two inches, and you're like, man, I wonder if he's wearing different shoes. Does he beat that ball out? You know, it's not easy to run in basically yeah. clay and mud and stuff in in turf shoes, but it, it, it's weird to see a guy do that. You know. It's uh, it's funny, Dave. When we go to Toronto, we stay in his town called Mississauga. Yeah, Mississauga. To me, I was trying to think of, like, I was trying to think of what the comparison would be here because it's about thirty miles out of Toronto. It's a small little town. It's kind of by the airport. Yeah, you know, it kind of reminds me of a little bit like uh, Ontario, California. Yeah, right or or just yeah. kind of one of those. I mean the the main airport. It's not that's probably a bad one, but it's just kind of like a bunch of hotels, like a twenty four hour subway. There's nothing going on in Mississauga, but it's fine, and that's where he's from. And I just remember when they went there and played the Blue Jays, how stoked they were to see Josh Naylor coming to town. But that's a guy, dude. You stole that dude. You stole that kid from the Marlins in the Cashner deal. I love Naylor. Like, Naylor's a good player, man. Okay. Are you – so again, I haven't seen enough of Naylor. I like the way he hustles and everything else. The 236, you expect to get better and power and everything else. Sure. And, and in his fairness to him, he's not even playing his natural position, right. which is first base. But you know what? He's he's a hell of an athlete. He's not he, – I think he's a guy you're happy he's in the organization. There's certain guys I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of France. I'm not a fan of Garcia. I'm not a fan of Kinsler. Garcia makes a lot of fucking you – know? Garcia's a solid – like just utility guy. Yeah, he's a utility Solid guy. utility guy. But he loves to watch that third strike too. That oh son boy. of a bitch. I bet he'd like to watch you get punched right in the nose. <laughs> Who's punching me in the nose? <laughs> it's like I was telling someone today. Now that you brought this up, yeah, you've seen seen the TV show The Honeymooners, right? Yeah, of okay. course. Dude, he threatened domestic violence on every, every t- fucking show. Every night he it's, was going to punch her lights out. Yeah, he was going to send her to the moon right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. <laughs> to the moon, Alice. Yeah, and they going, weren't even in the same uh, weight division. Yeah. <laughs> Alice was like a junior bantamweight. Like, there's no state athletic commission that would sanction that fight. I mean, dude, it's a terrible matchup. It was a horrible message. Like, yeah. I wonder if that's why you'd never see that shit, even on reruns anywhere. Because, right. dude, he threatened to punch her in the face every episode. Yeah. Well, she wasn't worried about it. No, she wasn't at all. She had no time for no, him. She was like eight, eight maybe a hundred pounds. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know what? We're gonna wrap it up. I hate the, that we got to go so soon because I was really excited to get into the f- complete coverage of the women's World Cup. 
You know who needs to calm the fuck down is Pete and Point Loma. If I saw him write yeah. one more fucking message about the girl who celebrated the ninth goal against Thailand, I'm like, nobody in Thailand is like, what the fuck is she doing? That's goal number nine. Dirty Americans. These dirty assholes. <laughs> you know, eight was bad enough, but this fucking kid jumping around. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on, everybody. Hang on, everybody. Calm down. There's a guy on Twitter who's got a big Ernie Big Cat Lad picture. <laughs> well, shit, he sees it our way. Who is this man? Bring him down here and give him seven virgins and a banana daiquiri, no whipped cream. Hey, this fucking guy. I'm like, that's the hill you're going to climb? Right? Of everything that's going wrong in this fucking place, they're going to freak out because some girl who scored the ninth goal against Thailand jumped up and down, shook her little ass. <laughs> so then I said, uh, I wrote on Twitter, I'm like, hey, is anybody going to demand that Pete move? Like Dave oh, moves, yeah. right? Because he's yeah, so Yeah, all upset. the time, yeah. Anti-patriot, to which my man Billy jumps in, Hey, he's a legend. He did. Here in Point Love. I'm like, I'm, nobody wants him to move. You two get a hold of yourself. <laughs> the fucking guy wrote like nine responses to people. Yeah. You know, hey, look, I'm all for the women's team. I just didn't feel like we needed to jump around after goal number nine. Oh, my God. We got it. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to fucking email Jake Tapper. Okay. You don't need to email Dave Grohl. Or whoever else, yeah. your fucking celebrity Guy Fieri and everybody else you're fucking emailing. Do, do, do you know any of these girls on the team? Do you follow at all? Like, do you know uh, Alex Morgan is? Really good looking girl. Isn't uh, Carly Lloyd on that team? Yeah. Alex Morgan's the girl. She's number 10. She's like, I think she was in Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit modeling, the okay. whole deal. I mean, smoking yeah. on. Her husband went to uh, Saints over here in San Diego. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Just found that shit out. How about that? Look, Those I- damn Saints guys. All I know is Damn that you, the, Wilson. the guy on the desk at FS1 said, hey, maybe they should have taken the foot off the gas. And all the former players said bullshit because the tiebreakers and everything The points else. mean something. Yeah, to which I know what Pete's saying. That's not the point. We don't jump up and down. like it's. A, yeah. Uh, calm down. Act like you've been there before is what Pete is saying. Yeah. Which you have a lot. Yeah, nobody in Thailand canceled their fucking trip to San Diego this summer because of goal number nine, all right? All right? They're going to be able to keep the lights on at the Manchester Grand Hyatt. The fucking uh, Thailand version of the Shriners didn't call and say, hey, fuck you, Papa Doug. Fuck (laughs) you. Goal number nine? Bullshit. And give our best to Pete and Point Loma. But even though he saw it our way, we don't see it that yeah. way. We're not coming. We're going back to Hanoi. <laughs> Good job, dipshit. <laughs> Fucking guy. Oh, I just shit. like the shit that we watch on social media every day. <laughs> I didn't some of you used to be adults. The funniest shit to me. Go ahead. Here's the other funny shit. Go ahead. The funniest shit is that there's arguments like between adults that we can all read on Padre's Twitter that really make me think, God, some of you are just fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Right. That's how I feel. 
I'm like, God dang, I want to root for this team, even though you say I don't. But it's some of these people that make me go, I fucking hate this team because this guy's a fan of this team. Well, I, I it's so mean, damn again, dumb. Some of people are so fucking dumb. But they write shit that we can read. Yeah. And then you're like, why do I follow this dickhead? <laughs> like, like if this guy, if this guy was on the plane next to me and started talking, I'd be like, hang on a second, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, fucking middle seat or anything where I can get the way, get the fuck away from this guy. Or you just do the Van Damme, you fucking jump! <laughs> One time, right in the throat. <laughs> I just, I just sit there and I go, yeah. Like, what do you do all day? A lot of them have time to just fucking be on social media all day, right? Oh, they absolutely do. They absolutely do. Does our- that concern you for the betterment of our community? I had a guy yesterday, I think it was, say to me, where are you at, pal? And I was like, is he asking, like, because I'm not on Twitter, or is he, like, want to find my location because now it's the day he wants to fight? Somebody said it. Uh, that was very funny. My friend Joe, yeah, who I love to death, said to me, he sent me a message today that was really great. She's like, hey, you're pretty quiet on social media. I'm just checking in to make sure you're okay. Yeah, look at that. And I go, I really, listen, anybody who takes the time to check in, yeah. I never, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. I told her, I go, nah, I'm doing great. Just been kind of a crazy day running around. But that's probably what it meant, Dave. Because, I, you know, man, I, I will say this and then tell me what you think. The problem is I feel like we've taken a turn. Yeah. I feel like we've taken a turn as a fan base. And what was really great and really funny with the Nationals or the Giants or anything else, when you guys are directing it at each other, I'm bored. I'm just fucking bored. Uh, yeah. Because it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, this, shut, we all know who this, like, I love this team. But the team that we all love is shit. We got a horse shit. history's been shit. We got a horse shit manager. He sucks. We got a ownership group that's not sure what they want to do next, and I get all that. Um, but I appreciate what they've done to this point. Yeah. But it's just the constant. Like, it, I would just say this. Like, this is the other fucking thing that I see up and down the timeline. You know what you do if you don't like a guy like Mickey Coke? You don't fucking follow him. Yeah. And you mute Anything that comes from Mick or anybody else. Or if you don't like Carlos, or if you don't like Ryan Cohen, or you don't like Eric, yeah, or anybody else. Corey Stewart, right? Yeah. All great people. All fucking great people that I like all of them, including Mick. Yep. But it's like you fucking guys can't get enough of just telling each other over and over and over, oh, this guy's so fucking da da da. And I'm like, that's why none of you ever would have made it in radio. Because you have no new material. You have no way of presenting your old material in a new and unique way. You just pound the same fucking drum. You're Todd Rundgren. Yeah. You come out and play the same fucking, I don't want to work. I just yeah. want to bang on my drum all day. That's yeah. the only fucking song you know. You sing it the same way you're fucking Gary Glitter. And you're boring. <laughs> call the song Gary Glitter is not a good I just did. Jesus. Not anybody specific, but it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. So well, it, it's, here's the deal. I love talking baseball. I love to hear what other people think about baseball, but then it gets, 
it gets crazy. Thank someone, God you stopped tagging me and shit. Oh, I did I, a long time ago. Good. But here's here's one someone threw out the other day, and it wasn't meant to be a put down of the Padres. I think it was a legitimate question. It was, okay, if Trevor and Tony are the two greatest Padres in history, who are three and four? Oh, I like that. It was hard to do. Nobody really had a legit answer on who the next three and four were in oh, Padre like history. That. And some people were saying Ozzie Smith. I'm like, dude, you can't say Ozzie. Ozzie couldn't hit for shit when he was here. Ooh. Ozzie became a Hall of Famer in St. Louis. Some people said Randy. Some people said Dave Winfield. Some, You know what I mean? People were all over the place. But there was no consensus. And there really wasn't anyone that stood out and go, oh, that's a good good one. No one really had three and four. God, man, it's funny. And I, I have to say, that's sad to say in 51 seasons. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking – where you go, I'm just going to go around the infield and look at guys that stand out, right? So behind the plate, I don't know where Benito comes in. Some I, people had Benito. Yeah. Did I, it feel like Benito was here long enough? I don't know. Um, first base where you go, the guys that were there, the impact guys, right? McGriff. McGriff's an impact guy. Garv. So um, I think it's Adrian. Oh, fuck. Adrian's a great call. Fuck, Adrian. And Adrian's like two home runs away from being the all-time home run hitter in Padre history. Adrian's a great call. Uh, Who it should have been, and really should have been a a debate to maybe even jump over Trevor, should have been Robbie fucking Alomar. Yeah, but again, he's- And Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, we we fucked those two up. Because I guarantee you, nobody here tonight's going, hey, is anybody going to mention Keith Comstock? You know, from from a shortstop position, unfortunately, we've had Tempe and Gomez and those guys yeah. that just came in and played. Uh, Dave, I I would look at how long was Sheffield here? Yeah, not long. That's what I'm saying. Some of these guys were here for a cup of coffee and not long. Yeah, some came too late and some didn't stay long enough. Yeah, it it's it's a problem with the history of this team yes. is that there's never been continuity. Yeah, there's never been continuity. In the uniform, and there's never been continuity in the players. Or ownership. Yeah, and ownership, too. I mean, for a certain, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, there haven't been as many ownership groups as there's been uniform combos. Yeah. But it took Fowler and Seidler to get here before you finally established a long-term plan. Yeah. There was never a long-term plan. Really, once... uh, no, I don't think I don't think Lucino as much as I I love Lucino and John, that they just never quite figured out um, the scouting and and the need for for international scouting those kind of things. How about the note that Nick had the other day that when Joe McIlvain was GM of this team, the Padres yeah. didn't even scout in Florida. That's insane. You didn't scout the East Coast. That's insane. Yeah, or Florida. Yeah, I mean, so no. Unfortunately, they, they've righted a lot of wrongs, and, and it'll take a couple of years to get it all sorted out. But I, I sure like it. I, I mean, my frustration with Fran Meal or Paddock or any of those kind of things, I love that those guys are on this team. I just I kind of feel like this team's lost its focus a little bit. I, I feel like it's become more about like getting getting noticed on social media than it is getting noticed on sports center and that kind of bugs me you know i brought up for a quick second because i was gonna sit follow up with but i mentioned nailer in the shoes mm-hmm. the reason i brought it up someone in the uh, with the padres told me 
when Tatis hurt his hamstring. Remember, you remember mm-hmm. the play? Yeah, sure. He was wearing the same type of shoes. He wasn't wearing the spikes. And I, I, oh, wow. I don't remember. I haven't seen the clips since someone told me that. But saying him slipping, pulling his hamstring, and, and missing basically six weeks because of the injury, and Seager is going to miss six for the Dodgers as well. That it was because he wasn't wearing the right shoes. Wow, it's kind of kind of nuts, isn't it? That yeah. you go, how the hell does it something like as that as a happen? major leaguer, as like a major leaguer, equipment manager, a manager, a coach, anybody, say, a yeah. teammate? There's a reason guys have been wearing spikes for years, you know. Yeah. So the question I was going to ask you: When you see Tatis now that he's back, and man, he's he's just awesome to watch. But you look at Tatis and you look at Machado at shortstop. Machado's mm-hmm. the better shortstop, right? Well, probably, but but I, Tatis I'm, has to be up. Tatis I, I, I understand, stud. but my point is, would you ever consider switching him? I don't think so. You go, you know what, you're going to play third like your dad used to play third. But when I watch Tatis against the Giants, maybe just because he's young, you sit there and go, dude, what the fuck are you doing throwing the ball into the crowd? I mean, where are you spinning to? And yeah, I understand what the hell's going on. And even the throw that he relayed home against the Giants and Hedges. I didn't see those, him, so okay. you're telling me he plays that. I'm sorry, I watch. I watch the games. So Go uh, ahead. <laughs> so You go, you watch to criticize. This is, this is my point here. Nothing that kid can do now is wrong, you know, which I, I don't think is even exactly healthy. I don't know what goes on when they talk to him. Yeah. But is there a point where you go, hey, you know what? We know you're the future. So whatever you want to do, son, here's here's the kingdom to you. You go ahead. I don't and think he's that kind of guy. He might not, not know any better. My point is he might not know because people don't sit there and talk to him. What my point was, there was a play in San Francisco. Ball hit up the middle. Got okay. to it was great. Turns, does a 360, chucks it right into the goddamn crowd. Well, that's Hosmer's well, fault. And the guy... The guy was already there. The guy was the fastest guy in the fucking Giants. You weren't going to throw him out. Ooh, Brandon Crawford? The center fielder, Doug, okay. Duggar or whatever. So then there's a ball hit to left field on a ball that, by the way, fucking if Myers would have fucking actually made an attempt, yeah. Padres win that first game, but he can't fucking leave his feet. Um, relay, Tatis throws at home, fucking misses, hedges by 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Hedges fucking goes to his left, throws his glove, knocks it down. Oh, man, I don't know if you give an error to Hedges. I'm listening to everybody Chris says Hedges. I'm like, dude, the throw was a horrible fucking throw from 100 feet away. Yeah. Don't be afraid to criticize the kid. Nobody yeah. criticizes the kid. Um, kids made a lot of fucking great plays. I noticed you never Could mentioned those. Could be better. Those. Yeah. Guys make errors in the game, dude. Guys make Oh, who errors. are you telling? I'm watching them. Yeah, I'm watching your shit. And don't team. tell me tomorrow how great Machado is. He hit two home runs when they're fucking. They're pitching with the lead. They're grooving them. Goddamn fastballs. All right. I wonder what the fuck. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I wonder what the fuck is going on there <laughs> with, with Machado. Why it's not hitting? I don't know. You think it's a you think it's a transition year? I mean, he didn't really hit for the Dodgers either, did he? He did during the regular season. He, he was, did. He was good for the Dodgers. Uh, here, uh, you know, it's funny. All the tongue and cheek shit with uh, Machado. Nobody wants to see the guy fucking fail. When we were here before they signed him. Yeah, you and I said who did this on? We both said Machado over Harper. Mm-hmm. He's the better player for the team. He's just not playing up to what you thought he'd be. Today he went three for offensively. Defensively, yeah. he's been great. Yeah, and you know he's he's fucking going holy he's shit. Be in his head, right? That's what I'm saying. He's his own worst enemy because he knows. Fuck everybody's looking at me as the third highest guy in the National League pay wise. Yeah, and I'm not an All Star. I'm not the best player in my own fucking team. Fuck, he's about eighth in All Star voting. Yeah. Like like all that kind of shit. Dude, I tell you what, I, I don't have one minute. I was out there whenever I just last out there a week ago. Sunday or Saturday you are out there? Saturday. Yeah. God, he's so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. I just... Uh, you just want to see him hit. Yeah. 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 And look, Dave, I don't know if it happens because I look at what happened with Hosmer in 2018. Yeah. I don't know if it happens with Machado where, you, where those numbers get back for 2019. Yeah. But uh, I just I feel like the guy is so good that by 
next year at this point, kind of like we feel like with Hosmer, I don't think it's an issue anymore. Yeah, I, I'll play the long game with Machado very easily. I'll play the long game with them. I think all of us look the the thing that shocked me for you of all people because you're such a fucking dick. Okay. Is that I finally saw somebody the other day. I was just waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. Okay. For five weeks to hear you in your snarky little tone go, hey, you know what? They could have signed Mustakas, who's got about 20 fucking Don't home runs right now. 22. Don't think I wasn't thinking it. Don't think they haven't thought it. Don't think anybody, <laughs> right? For $6 million. Yeah. But, Dave, how many other teams look at Moustakis, right? I don't know why anyone wouldn't go after him. If you're Moustakis and his agent, aren't you going like, what the fuck? Like, the guy was a player for Kansas City. Yeah. Had good numbers in Milwaukee last year. Yeah. Having great numbers in Milwaukee this year. Yeah. Yeah, I still like the long play with Hosmer. I'm just shocked that it took this long, whether it's the infighting of the Padre Twitter family or anybody else, why it took that yeah. long to say, oh, you know, we could have had Moustakis, and then we might have had whoever else, right? Harper or Keuchel, right? Any yeah. of this other shit. And that's no slam on him, but I just sat there. I'm like, oh, fuck. I know it's coming. <laughs> when he got to 15, I'm like, oh, when am I going to hear yeah. this fucking shit? <laughs> no, Don't I've worry come, about our I've team. Come, I'm going to worry about our team. i get my mouth shut. My favorite thing about Moustakis, and you have yeah. to be a Stern fan to fucking appreciate it. Yeah. It's when Richard's dad calls. Yeah. And he goes, hey, Richard, it's your dad. You watching the Royals? The moose is loose. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. And hangs yeah. up. Dude, that fucking makes me laugh every time. Guy's a great player, man. Great yeah. underappreciated player. Yeah, yeah, he is. Abs- yeah. A- a- absolutely. All right, I've w- got to get through this. I'm going to ask you a work environment question since right. we're done I with like this. It. All right, I want to mention Alan Taylor because everyone right now is thinking about that pool. We've told you before, the hottest summer in San Diego is coming right around the corner. It's been really hot the last couple of days. You know what it's like wishing you had that dream pool. Hey, your kids are out of school. Jeff just told you his kids are done. Your kids are done, too. Nothing better than to have that perfect pool in the backyard. If you haven't done it already, make sure you make plans to give Alan Taylor a call. He can make all your dreams come true with that pool that your family will remember for years. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Boy, you know what? I, I tell you what. All of you that have drugged your feet, getting a tailor-made pool... I want you all to do me a favor. I want you all to go on YouTube. And I want you to look up the video of what happened the other day at the San Diego Zoo. Did you see what happened no, at the what San happened? Diego Zoo? What happened? Well, it, it's heartbreaking, and I blame all of you that, that didn't make the call to tailor-made pools. You know, Dave, I think if there's one thing that everybody loves to see, it's a duck. Yes. Swimming along the water, of right? Course. We love to see a duck swimming along the water. It's very tranquil. And uh, you see it often at Lake Murray. Well, guess what happened the other day? A duck started swimming in one of the water areas at the San Diego Zoo. Because some people here that will remain nameless did not follow through and get a tailor-made pool. So this poor duck had nowhere else to go. He had to find the first water. What he didn't know was that he was in the polar bear tank. Oh, shit. And the polar bear shredded him and ate him in front of families. You fuckers killed that duck. Yeah, happy now. Happy now. Well, little kids are traumatized because they sat there, quack, quack, fuck! (laughs) 
He just fucking ragdolled him. Ah! Holy shit. So all of you that were like, I don't know if this is the year. Yeah. Well, great. You know what? That duck doesn't have another year to decide. <laughs> Your little kids could have been out back just hanging out. Yep. Making cool little videos. Like uh, Jarvis Landry's daughter with the baby deer. What a great video. Did you see that? No, I did not. Jarvis Landry, the wide receiver. Yeah, for the Browns. Yeah. Their, their daughter is in the driveway. And this baby deer just walks up and is like hanging out, following around the little girl while the little girl gives her treats. It was great. Yeah. You guys could have had an amazing, same kind of feel-good video of your kids with that duck. Well, guess what? It's not happening. Because instead, all the Ducks family got together tonight to sing Amazing Grace. <laughs> so feel good when you... That's the saddest thing I ever heard. I know. Feel good when you put your head on your pillow tonight. So if you guys are done killing ducks and you want to think about seeing what some of the fantastic tailor-made pools look like... Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That fucking polar bear knew what he was doing. Oh... Duck's good eating. <laughs> it's good eating. It's fattening. That's, a, it's good. that's a little fattening. <laughs> that's a little fattening. That's why I like it with a macaroni and cheese. Right, Eddie? <laughs> the poor thing got shredded. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You're going to tear up, Eddie? Polar bear represents me. If you don't shut your little fucking mouth, you're going to be that duck. I'm going to snap your fucking neck like Daffy. Daffy McGuire. Daffy McGuire, you son of a bitch. I'm going to see that guy, and I'm going to be thinking of Daffy McGuire. You do it, David. You're dumb. Hey, Big John said you're Daffy. Shithead. <laughs> oh, shit. Daffy McGuire. Fuck. Damn it. All right. I'm going to mention. matter? <laughs> Daffy? What you want to do? You know what I like tonight, Daffy? I'm going to take a little break from chili because it's hot. <laughs> I can't tell you how comfortable it's been over the last year or so when I'm standing outside that charger locker with that fucking guy is sitting Daffy? two feet. No, yeah, Daffy. He's sitting two feet from me, and I'm thinking, fuck, he knows. <laughs> what I like at it tonight? You know, it sounds good to celebrate. Toronto's big one. How about a big stack of peanut butter crackers? About six or eight. <laughs> Double saltines. And don't give me any of that bullshit Vaughn's brand. That shit sucks, Ed. God damn it. I knew Bill Pullian didn't like you. When I said to Pullian, I'm going to bring Daffy in, he goes... <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> He said, be careful, man, John. That guy's got Vans brand written all over it. <laughs> he looks like a guy who irons creases in his jeans. <laughs> oh, Don't fuck. let me down, Daffy. Don't let me down. <laughs> Do you think he knows? Yes, I think he 100% knows. Oh. Hundred percent. Bet my house he knows. <coughs> Fuck. He's just sitting there looking at me. It's uncomfortable as he shit. He doesn't say anything. No. What's he gonna fucking say? I he know what you guys do. He looks right at. He knows, dude. I don't talk like that. 
I have a voice. I sound like that guy from the Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> oom Papa, oom Papa. Yes, I do. I don't think I have a lisp. Jesus. Oh, my Fuck gosh. Jeff. All these jokes. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Baby crackers. No, hey, hey, not baby crackers tonight, Dave. Can you fucking listen? I said peanut butter crackers. Six or eight of them. Six or eight. Yeah, please. Let's say eight. Fuck it. For Kawhi. For Kawhi. <laughs> all right. Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County. So many people that I've I'm talked to. I'm not calling him Daffy. He's a big son of a <laughs> he bitch. You. He's a big, tall drink of water. So many people, though, you talk about that have been real estate over the last few years and find out, guess what? I don't do it anymore. They just can't make a living. I know so many people that said, you know, this was my way of life. I thought I was going to make it through when things fell apart in the in the late 2000s. And then here we are. And people are saying the real estate market's making a comeback. Well, the guys who lasted are guys like Brian Curry. He's very yep. good at what he does. And he said he's been doing it for more than 20 years. Hasn't had to close down to do something else. He's a guy that has won a ton of awards. And he's done it because word of mouth. People keep going back to him. Because he's outstanding at what he does, building relationships and understanding San Diego County. Call our friend Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Man, I thought yesterday was my day. Did you see those pictures Brian was posting? Yeah. He was out at PGA West, and I thought he had just sent them to me Yeah. saying, hey, I found your house. Here you go. And I said, you know what? I like it. Let's sign the papers. Well, I didn't realize that's not my new house. No. So, it's all right. It's okay. We'll find the nice one. It'll be a manufactured home, probably in Linda Vista somewhere. But, uh, man, BC does such a good job. And, Dave, they're just was talking about it the other night. I mean, I think we mentioned it on the last show where if you don't go in with somebody who has your back yeah. in any one of these kind of transactions, you can really find yourself in trouble in a hurry. And the problem is with the housing market in San Diego – uh, it it fluctuates. Sure it does. can be a buyer's market. It can be a seller's market. But the one thing that can happen is if you are not careful, you can be deeply, deeply impacted on either side of that transaction. You can have somebody come in and say, hey, you know what? If, if you're looking to, to move your house and somebody comes in and says, man, I have a really motivated buyer but they want to give you 15 grand less than you're asking. You go, oh, wow. Well, hey, we're off the market. We can move. Brian's the kind of guy that says, we're not taking 15 grand below. Yeah. We're going to have people coming in 15 grand higher. That's a 30 grand swing. Yes. And I'm just giving you a, a, a hypothetical. But it's also just knowing what you don't know and will help you, whether you're buying or selling. It is a 30-year commitment that you're making. I know there's 15 and 10-year loans and everything else going on. But really, the average loan's a 30-year loan. It is a huge, huge commitment. But it's an incredibly exciting commitment, too. Dave knows it every time you come home. You go, shit, man, I own this on a great block. I know that feeling. I haven't sold my condo yet. So owning that condo, you go, that's an exciting thing, man. And the day you get those keys, it's great. But make sure it's a great experience, not a bad one. Want to mention the guys at Hot Sauces and more. Don't forget that here's the deal. We told you about the San Diego Egg Fest last week. Mm -hmm. If you had a chance to go down there and experience it and see what wow. it was like, 
it was just an incredible show. It was yep. it was outstanding. You might have learned a lot of new things. If you don't walk out of there with a big green egg, you made a huge mistake. You still have an opportunity. Hot Sauces and More is the place to go. The website, again, is hot sauces, the letter N, more.com. And guess what? You can change the way you cook. As we just mentioned earlier, with the weather change, you're going to eat more and more outside, more and more companies coming over. One of the best moves you can make is you got to try one of those big green eggs, hot sauces and more.com. Yeah, nothing right now. Kind of like we we're saying, it all falls into place. Brian Curry buys you the house. Uh, Al Taylor builds the pool. And then you go see the guys at Hot Sauces and more because you got to put that big green egg back there. And right now, there's nothing worse than on an 85 or 90 degree day than being stuck in the kitchen. You yeah. want to be back on the grill, man. You want to be back on the grill, whether you're making brats or burgers, grilled chicken, doing any of that stuff. And no place better to go. It's right down here, right down the street. I'll give you the, the address. They're at the Otay Ranch Mall. By the way, I was in that mall tonight, Dave. Unbelievable how gorgeous that mall is. Uh, you're going to find them at 2015 Birch Road right here in Chula Vista. But so many different things there, too. And We talked about hot sauces and more. Um, I have friends all over the country, right? And it was funny. San Diego Magazine one of the top things they had listed for best restaurants, the yeah. current issue, where's the best place to just go for chips and salsa? Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like, we take it pretty yeah, serious absolutely. here. And they do as well. Go see them. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you again. They're at the Otai Ranch Town Center Mall right here at 2015 Birch Road in Chula Vista. Absolutely. And also, don't forget about Dan Williams. Dan, look, you've been riding it through the good times, telling yep. you right now. The bad times are here for your Padres and oh, me winning bullshit. that $1,000. He wanted to double down yeah, today. Did you I, see that move? I was ready. You, oh, really? You guys insane? I was sitting there trying to save you guys a couple hundred bucks. There's no way in hell you guys are winning this bet now. You're trending in the wrong direction. You going to double down? I will double down if you guys double down. We're, we're in. I guarantee I speak for the 10. So the bet's up to two grand? Are you crazy, really? You understand you haven't played the Dodgers the majority of the time. Or so, the Rockies. Right now you've lost, th what, four straight? You've lost like four series in a row. All we got to do is get to 78. They're a 500 team. We're no, they're winning. below 500. Yeah, by a couple games. Big deal. Oh, my God, dude. It's only going to get worse. I'll, let, I'll give you a day to think about it. No joke. How about this? Go ahead. We'll circle as a group. Okay. And next show, we'll give you the answer. Perfect. They'll probably win five straight, and then you'll bitch out. <laughs> Dude, I didn't bitch out when they signed Machado and Tatis when I made the you, bet. Yeah, you were already locked in. I was I was locked in. They're 33 and 36 right now. God. They've lost five straight games, and they're in second to last place. You don't want to do this bet. Too much smacking. Well, I'm already You in just sent them. Paddock down. Well, they sent him down. To You're going to trade up. Yates. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, things aren't going in the right direction. Think about it. We'll come back on Monday. All right, tell we'll circle back do. on Monday. We'll figure out. I'm just saying, Dan, you better keep that fucking scoreboard rolling, big mouth. <laughs> You'd be Jesus. nice to Dan. All right. He only goes after me all the time. Great. Dan is your guy, though, when it comes to finances. I'm telling you, we say this all the time. This is something really important. Dan's the kind of guy that should teach a, a high school class even yep. and let these guys know what the future is. you got to stretch your money. you got to make your money last. Your health isn't going to be around forever, and you can't work forever. What are you going to do with your money, and how are you going to make it through retirement? Dan Williams is your guy. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yeah, the one thing that you'll find when you're buying a house is there are a ton of of different loan options. The problem is if you get into the wrong one, you are going to be repaying 
a much higher amount than you should be. That's why Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is the cornerstone of his practice because it's going to help you incorporate your mortgage plan into your overall financial plan. So you go, well, what does that mean? Well, it means even though you buy a house, you're still going to have to make a car payment and you're still going to have to make your insurance payment. And oh, by the way, you have a quality of life where you have to buy groceries or you want to pay for cable or kids need braces, all of those kind of things. So that's why Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is so vital for any of you because it's going to teach you the right way to do it. Plus, if you're in the military, Dan's second book right now, How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment, being a large supporter of the Honor Foundation, Dan knew it was very important to properly educate the military families on the possibility of owning a home using your VA entitlement. You can get both of these books right now for free. All you need to do, go to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. And what we're going to do is on the website at DaveAndJeffShow.com, we're going to make very simple links. We're starting a new newsletter, which we're really excited about. We're going to give you more details about this coming up in a couple of weeks. But I know a lot of you may hear this in the car. And if you're anything like me, you go, oh, yeah, I got to call Dan Williams and get that book. And then 10 minutes later, you're in the Starbucks line. You completely forgot what you're going to do. So what we're going to do is we're going to put together a newsletter. You're going to have the opportunity to sign up for it. We're not just going to hit you hard. But if you sign up for it once or, you know, once every two weeks, yeah, we'll give you the update on everything that's going on, new shows, guests that are coming in, the whole deal. But you'll have the links right there on the newsletter to sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. So all you need to do is just click it. You'll get both of Dan's books, all his contact information, like the number, which is 858 688-6813, the contact number for all of these guys, BC, Al Taylor, Hot Sauces and More, uh, Kyle Fluger does our website. Yep. I mean, just all the guys that are the backbone of this show that we are so incredibly lucky to call family. Uh, it's great. I've also got very good news for all of you that are Patreon subscribers. Coming up, I believe it'll be August 16th because the first week in August... Um, in Chicago, second week I've got family stuff going on, but I believe it's August 16th. We're going to be live again at Cali Comfort. Fantastic. Thank uh, you, Sean. <laughs> we haven't even told Sean. It's my favorite thing to do is just announce it here without even telling Sean. And he's just in the car. What? <laughs> um, hopefully it'll be August 16th, 17th, 18th. One of those Friday, yeah. Saturday or Sunday. But for the Patreon subscribers, we're going to have another live show. We're going to do it out at Cali Comfort. We got a ton of Jake's Project shirts that we want all of you to have. And we just want you to come down and be a part of it. And all of that will be going on. The other thing that I want to announce, so that's coming up, like we said, probably the third weekend in August we're shooting for. Live show, a lot of fun giveaways. We'll get some other fun giveaways and, and we'll get all the sponsors down there. And we'll just have a fun time, right? Because yeah. I'll be out of town on August 1st. September the 8th, we're doing a suicide walk uh, for suicide awareness, the walk to remember. It's going to come up on September the 8th at Balboa Park. I mentioned this is really being done in memory of a few people. Um, number one, I, I said to Dave, and I, I mean it sincerely, I don't know that I'll ever get over the loss of my friend Erica Lee. You won't. Um, it has impacted me in a very deep way. Uh, that suicide 
suicide changed, you know, changed my life, changed your life with your father yeah. passing away on January 1st of 2018. But what really made me aware of this particular event was Jake. And our friend Jake, who listens to the show, sent me a message where he knew the exact years, month, week, and day since his father passed away. And as a dad, Father's Day weekend coming up, uh, that email or tweet that Jake sent me, I was like, yeah, we got to fucking be there. We got to be there. And we're walking in memory of Erica. We're walking in memory of Lou. And we're walking in memory of Jake's dad. And and Jake sent me a really nice follow-up this week, but I mean it 100% we're going to be there. When we put this together, um, I just set the the fundraising goal at 100 bucks. Yeah. I, I didn't want to. I'm sure at some point for Jake's projects, we may do another charity thing coming up, and we'll have some high-end auction things. But we got to work through some details to get that done. But I just I wanted to make sure we threw 100 bucks to yeah. these guys. Well, Billy stepped up and threw in two hundred. Wow. Uh, Pete and Point Loma stepped up, threw in a hundred. I threw in a hundred. We're like four hundred bucks, right? I don't know. Maybe we'll get to a thousand bucks, which would be Easily. kind of fun. I'd like to do that. But I didn't really put the call to action out for anybody. Yeah. Um, John Conniff at Mad Friars and his team, Dave J and Kev Charity have already sent me signed baseballs Awesome. that we will give away on that day. What I always tell John and the guys at Matt Fryers is everything they send to me, I give out. And it's those guys are just amazing and outstanding. But this is what was really cool the other day. Like I said, no call to action. We haven't hit anybody up. Uh, our girl Lisa Ann today appeared at Oxford. She was at Oxford University in London where she had a debate on pros and cons of pornography at this world-renowned university. It was her and a couple of other people on one side. Dr. Ruth was on the other side. Really? And Lisa put out a couple of cool little YouTube videos of her walking around this insane campus of this uh, unbelievable college. But in the midst of everything going on while she was in New York, doing stuff in New York and traveling to to London, she sent me a tweet the other day and said, you know I'm there, right? Yeah, great. And I said, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have to ask. Cool as can be. Wow. So September 8th, without even asking, but coming down because she's been impacted by it. Yeah. Uh, One of the great nights we had was August 1st, where we were sitting around drinking very good bourbon with Lisa Ann and my late friend Erica Lee, one of the most fun nights, 15 grand raised for charity, and just hanging out with Dave and, and Josh and Lisa and Erica and just hanging out living life. Um, she'll be here. Cool. I I would like that if you're coming down to see her, what I would say is donate $5 for every time you've downloaded a free Lisa Ann video. So most of you, that should be about... <laughs> $64,000. Don't come down and just stare at her and breathe awkwardly. I don't like that. It creeps me out. But uh, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. When 
I, I didn't even, Dave, I legitimately didn't even have Oh, I know. Ask. She's the best. I'm telling you, she's great. She's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah. as of now, she said, I'll be there. Yeah. And when she says she'll be there, she will. So, she's coming down. She's going to be a part of it. So, a lot of fun things coming up. Again, um, the hope is to do a live show for the Patreon people. Third week of August. We'd love to do it at Cali Comfort. Oh, by the way, I know exactly what I meant to say. And then on September 8th, uh, Albert who hosted us at Eastlake Country Club, hit us up the other day and said, hey, we're throwing in golf for four at Eastlake Country Club. Oh, that's great. Insane, which will probably just be for you, me, Lisa, and Missy Martinez. Yeah, why not? Why not? Oh, mm-hmm. look Celebrate at, her retirement. Yeah. Oh, look, David Eastlake just won this. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Missy from downtown Los Angeles just won yeah. this. Yeah, how about that? No, but don't worry, guys. We got these fantastic Dave State and signed baseballs, so everybody wins. <laughs> everybody wins. Um, Top four greatest Padres of all time. Yeah, so that's everything going on. So the oh, newsletter is coming yeah. and everything else. All right, two things got to mention real quick. You mentioned Kyle Fluger, but we didn't give it oh, his yeah. number. Okay, Kyle Fluger, again, doing outstanding things with our website. We appreciate the, the people that listen to the show and say, you know, I hear Kyle's name all the time. Guess what? You guys are Kyle and Kyle, and you couldn't be more happy with the way business is picking up for him. Please support Kyle. If you need that brand new website, you need to fix the one you have because it's not getting the response you thought it would have. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Last thing I'm going to say is work outside of what we do here. We both have normal jobs. Mm-hmm. On Fridays, do you have a casual Friday at your work? Well, every day is casual Friday. You basically dress, dress casually. But you wear, you wear basically what you used to wear in the radio section. You wear a button-down shirt every day, right? I do, but one of my really... Uh, one of the dudes I really like at my job yesterday was recognized for being there 10 years. Been okay. there 10 years. So four times a year, we have, at my other job, we have a quarterly meeting. Okay. So it's great. Yeah. We're kind of given a, a breakdown on everything that's going on. Employees are recognized for anniversaries. Man, we have 10 years, 15 that's years, awesome. 25, right? It's, it's really awesome. And then we're given a unique uh, employee. I'll tell you what I got yesterday that was insanely cool. But one of the guys in my office who's a great, great dude gets recognized for being there 10 years. Dave, he comes down to accept it. The whole company's there. There's 200 of us there. He goes down to accept it. He's got a T-shirt on, gym shorts, and (laughs) flip-flops. But he's outstanding at what he does. He's loved by everybody in the building. He's cool as shit. And yeah, so every day it's cool. Yeah. But dude, he just fucking, he kills it. If he didn't kill it, yeah, he wouldn't be there. But they said yesterday at this meeting, yeah. we have a no, I mean, we have a no jerk policy at our at our job. Okay. And it it's really good. Like they follow. Like if you're a jerk, they'll find a way to get you out of there pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. The reason I say that, we obviously have the the casual Friday, too. Like, you can wear sure. a T-shirt. You know what I mean? You, sure. you can wear jeans and a T-shirt, the whole deal. Well, th- whenever there's a new guy that gets hired, those make them stand up in front of everybody, and they say... How many people are in the office? Um, Close to 300, I'd oh, say, wow. are, are in that office. And they would say, say something about yourself. You know, say something... You say your name and something that you have an interest in or something that's unique, Okay. So this guy gets hired and he says a couple weeks ago and he goes, you know, my name's so-and-so and and I love to wear t-shirts with cats on them. Okay. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) So I've been waiting every Friday for this motherfucker to wear a goddamn cat t-shirt, but he hasn't so far. Okay. 
Was he just joking? No, dead serious. So we called him out the other day and said, hey, dude, what's the deal, man? You promised this cat t-shirt. Yeah. We haven't seen shit. So Josh and I work in the same place, and we found, we said, dude, we're going to wear cat t-shirts first <laughs> to try to get the ball started. Yeah. The two we found, which fucking made me laugh, one was, show me your kitties, okay? And it's just a bunch of cats on your shirt. And the other one is, drink up, pussies. And it's a bunch of cats on your shirt. And I go, as casual as this place is, I don't think we can wear either one no. of these fucking shirts. You'd be done. We'd be done. Yeah. But I'm dying for this fucking guy to wear his cat t-shirt that he promised. Oh, man. It's crazy as hell. I was like, who says that shit? <laughs> I love to wear t-shirts with cats. In front of 300 people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I take back I take back everything I said about people talking Padres Twitter. You may be bad, but yeah, at least you're not that guy. So It reminded me of Safe Stewart. Remember when, yes. like our third day we're sitting there and he, we used to sit in the room with him. It was the only job we ever had, I think, where our board op was in the room with us. Yeah. And he's sitting Jeff and I would sit side by side and he'd sit in front of us a little bit to to my right, about four feet away. And I remember he, he like turned his chair my way before the show started. And his T-shirt said, "Well, it's not going to suck itself." <laughs> and they didn't say shit about it. They just let him no. wear that shirt. Um, I got to tell you this. So I work for a company. We do sports cards and memorabilia. Yeah. So four times a year, we're given a unique employee card. They only do hundred and whatever we have, hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty. Yeah. So in my little over two years that I've been there, I've gotten an autograph Wayne Gretzky card, an autograph Bobby Orr card, a Serena Williams card, and a couple other things that are pretty cool. You know, was, we were given yesterday just for being an employee, just for showing up. Dave, I was given the coolest 8 by 10 signed by Ben Simmons. No way. Yeah. That's cool. Signed by Ben Simmons, only 150 of them. But, like, I mean, think about that. Now, when we go back in September, we'll get something else. Yeah. And then we go back in December, we get something else. Usually in March, we get uh, unique rookie cards for the NHL. Well, la next year, Jack Hughes is coming into the league. Yeah. So he's expected to be a complete stud in the National Hockey League. So we'll get a unique rookie card. Then we'll roll around till June and we'll get something else. But, dude, like, that's, that's cool. where you go. That's awesome. Oh, and by the way, yesterday, 4 o'clock, <clears throat> boss comes around because we deal with the NHL. That's yeah. why I go to Toronto. Boss comes by at about 345. He goes, look, everybody, why don't you take off at 4 o'clock? It's game seven, Stanley Cup. I want to make sure you guys are all home. Enjoy the game. We'll see you tomorrow morning. There you go. So we closed up an hour early for game seven. I just... Dave, I love it there, man, because uh, we worked at too many shitty radio stations where they hate everything you do. Yeah. My kids today, they were like, absolutely, go do your thing. And had we gone to lunch or done whatever and I got up there at one they they'd have been like, good. Yeah. Family matters. Kids today, uh, one of the great guys I work with, his kids had got wrapped up at school. He had work to do. We have bubble hockey in our break room. Cool. They're just playing bubble hockey. He's in there working on the laptop. I mean, that's where you go. Yeah, man, I work for a really cool place. That's awesome. Uh, I dig it. But that's yeah, awesome. Ben Simmons, that's kind of sweet. That right? is, that's great. Yeah, what do we ever get at iHeart? I know 1090 get, oh, and then let me bring Nothing. this up. Nothing, I don't ever got anything. 
Uh, Scott Kaplan's been in Mexico City. A lot of people have yeah. asked about that Monterey, the whole deal. Look, I have no idea. I know he, I mean, balls on cap to go down there and do that. I mean, I have to assume he paid for it. Yeah, of course. So if you're not working, you're probably looking at, well, shit. Yeah, let me just lay out X amount of dollars to fly to Mexico and go down and try to get it done. But I don't know an update on that. I don't know an update, so I can't tell you one way or the other. But I, I, I have like a prediction it's going really well. Otherwise, the guy he's negotiating with wouldn't take a picture with him and post it on Twitter. Did he? Yeah. He's like, let's get it done. The guy fucking posts the picture. I'm like, this shit's going to happen. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool for all the guys. I started following that guy also. I said, fuck, that guy's going to sit there and promote a San Diego radio station like that. I said, fuck, I'll follow that guy. That guy should own it. Yeah. Well, he owns the goddamn tower. He just that's one Scott's negotiating with. No, I understand. Yeah. But I'm saying he should be the guy to. That runs everything. He's the, the Mike Glickenhouse guy, the GM. Well, I'm saying he should be the BCA. Yeah, he should be. Like, instead of yeah. like, he should be the guy. He, he should might look- have so much money. He's like, I don't even need to. I know, but he, yeah. he should be looking and going, why the fuck am I worried about just, why am I only getting X amount of rent? Why aren't I the guy getting everything? I think he likes his amigo Scott, though. I'm telling you, those pictures were good. The cat, cap cap yeah. can be pretty convincing. Yeah, the pictures of Kaplan were good. When Kaplan did it, it wasn't just him. It was him and the guy. Then the guy reposted out on his Twitter account. Really? Yeah, this is going to happen. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's that, good news. I, I just like it because he, he I mean, to this point, he, he put his nuts on the sure line. Sure did. And I don't know. I know how many of us thought, yay, it can happen, or no, it won't. If you were to go to Monterey, all right, let's say I've been there. You, okay, I understand, but it was all figured out for you. Sure. You just followed Randy Jones and gave you terrible advice. That's right. Por que contamos. Yes. <laughs> So if you had to go to Monterey, you have a week to figure it out. Oh, fuck. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. like, where the fuck am I staying and where am I going and what the fuck am I doing? He put it all off on Alley Rat. Probably did. She did. Yeah. She wrote on Twitter. Hey, oh, that she, she did thanked the, the guy. Trip. Oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you for helping me plan this trip. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, because I wouldn't figure it out. No, because you don't speak the language. Yeah. So I, Padilla didn't go, right? No, I didn't see Padilla. How about that? Crazy. Yeah, anyway, as you said, he put his nuts on the line. Good for him. Uh, that, pretty exciting. Yeah. So, good for him. All right, we'll uh, we'll come back. Uh, we're back Monday? Yeah, back Monday. We went an hour 45 tonight. Fuck. All right, back Monday. <laughs> the full review of the WWE. We'll determine if we want to double down on that bet and a whole lot more. Uh, follow us on social media. Please sign up for the link. We'll look forward to seeing you on the 8th. And again, Sean Walchev, thanks so much for hosting the event. We you always step to up. You. You're a good egg. You sure thank are. you, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. You know me, John Butler. Hey, can you do me a favor when I come out there? Can you put a little sampler together? Maybe some meat and some potato skins? That's it, Sean. How do you spell it? S-E-A-N? Is that how you spell it? Well, I would... I'd like it. I don't need any honey mustard, but if you think it is going to help out, shit, I'll try it. I'm a gambler. That's why they call me Johnny Midnight. Johnny Midnight. (laughs) We'll see you Monday.